And we're live. What's going on, gentlemen? Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. Let's go. We are live. Come on. Yeah. What's up, Nooners? Of course, this is the Nooner mm. Nation, the podcast for Nooners by Nooners. I'm your host, Bill Schofield, and I am joined today by two, I don't know, sports world legends by now. Um, Something you can cool. call us that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I after posting that stuff, like, you know, announcing you guys are going to be on the show today, I had like CNN calling, asking questions, Fox News, ESPN uh you know the chive all those people want to know what's the scoop on last row lopez and uh marcus so yeah yeah espn called me the other day they're like hey we want you as you know a reporter on this show i said no i already have a company it's called drinking bros and we drink and espn have a, a no alcohol policy i said no Drinking bros, baby. That's what we do. We go to the last row. We throw parties. That's right. Yeah. The view, mm. from, the view from the top. That's where you're and at. CNN right? the best, best show in the house. CNN wanted me, but then they heard I took ivermectin once, and uh, they stopped calling me after that. So. Oh, yeah. that's the horse tranquilizer. What, what was it? Horse, horse dewormer. dewormer. Uh, training tranquilizer. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. The horse dewormer, right? So, so you should be, mm. your, your gut uh, quality should be pretty good right now. And, uh, better than it was. Yeah, better than, of course, right? You got some good uh, antibiotics uh, or antimicrobials going on in the stomach. and uh, It's J- Joe Rogan took it. I'm, I'm bulletproof at this point, frankly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if Joe Rogan does it, we all do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what they're worth. I haven't had a microcrobin in my body in decades. Yeah. So. Yeah, you flush all saying. that out with, uh, I don't know, what are you Coors Light guy? Those pit vipers make you look like a Coors Light guy. Bush Light. Bush Light. Oh, the Light. Bush Light. Yeah, you got to go with that, man. That's the best in the business. Yeah. Lopez has always been known for his love of bush, heavy and light. He doesn't discriminate. Oh, I'll do some butt heavies. Man, I was shitting my pants the next day after those butt heavies, though. Yeah. That stuff, that stuff's rough. What game was that with, with the butt heavies? Was that Arkansas? <laughs> I think it was. That was a special game. Fuck, yeah, that, that was rough. Yeah. <laughs> butt chugging, butt heavies. Some guy offered man. us blow at the end of the game. We're like, nah, we're good. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's happened a couple times. Yeah. Well, yeah. you've got that look. You look like a guy who would sell it or have it or, you know, yeah. Well, yeah, at the bar, like literally last weekend, I'm, I'm taking a piss and this dude looks at me. He's like, hey, you either look like you either got a, a bunch of hookers or a bunch of cocaine. And I was like, I can help you with one of those. <laughs> and he's like, which one? And I'm like, well, not the hookers. And then, uh, then I got arrested, but I didn't have anything on me. So that's yeah. good to go, then- baby. Then he whipped out his badge and said, get up against yeah. the wall. Yeah. Oh. But I had nothing on me and uh, no charges were filed. Well, you showed him your get out of jail free card, shout out, failure to stop. It works. Just so yeah. you guys Thank know. Thank you, Tansy. Card. Yeah. Yeah. Another, uh, another one of the, the great programs on Tetherball Network, you know, Tansy and uh, Mike the Cop, failure to stop. We were all with them uh, in Nashville not too long ago. What was that? Oh yeah, month ago? yeah. That's where month we first National. met. That was yeah. that was employee that was, team bonding. That was Tetherball Media. That was right on company a month ago. Outing. Yeah, yeah. I think that was I was drinking Bud Heavies at that game, and uh, yeah, they hit me pretty rough. I think, uh, it, or it might have been the like sixty five dollar uh, cocktails on uh, what was that Broadway we had that Broadway. night? Yeah, singing. Dude, at that game, I couldn't even get drunk. 
because we decided to follow Tansy's dumbass, yeah. who's like, I know the way. He went left. It's a, it's three and a half miles around the whole fucking field, and all we had to do was go like six feet to the right. So I sobered up on that whole walk. Then we had to walk up to the last row like normal, which I do prepare for, but the three and a half mile walk around the stadium took me out, man. I was sober as shit. Yeah, yeah, to break down that story. So we walk in. And of course, uh, Ross and Dan from uh, Drinking Bros have great seats. The rest of us are uh, are kicking it with last row up in the last row. So they split off. Eric Tanzi has all our tickets on his phone. And we walk in the entrance. We make a left. And just like Lopez just said, we walked around the entire stadium to where if we had just gone right, it was the first set of stairs to our right. <laughs> the easiest way. Yeah. But my time, I was like, no, Tansy, he's a he's special forces. He Mar- knows the way. And Mar- he just marched along with this fucking dumbass hat he always wears. And I was like, yeah. he's got confidence. I'll give yeah. it. There's a lot of sobriety and warm beers and PTSD mm-hmm. and sunburns that day. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about the PTSD part. That was so fucking funny. I love you, Tansy, but that was hilarious. I missed the PTSD. <laughs> all right so, like, yeah, i'm just gonna say it. It. yeah 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 i'm gonna say this fucking why the fuck not yeah, all right sorry sorry i hope i hope he's fucking here dude he's gonna laugh his ass off so this was when we, after the game like we just we stood up in the stands and waited for the crowd to die down mm-hmm. you know so we stood there for like another five fucking minutes and as soon as we start walking away the titans just blow up the fireworks and then tansy he's, he's just walking normally and he does like a Okay, let me, let me describe to you what he did. He turned his head towards the explosion so his helmet takes the blast and his neck isn't exposed to shrapnel, okay? That's how I know it was fucking real PTSD. Because he wasn't like, whoa! No, he was like, wow! Like, He's he like, fucking back did that. Shit. I'm back he fell shit. over the chair, and I'm, like, laughing at first, and I'm like, oh, fuck, that wasn't fake. <laughs> and his wife, like, picks him up. He's just like, oh, I'm good, I'm good. It's all fun. Yeah. And like, I realized, like, that was not fucking fake, bro. Like, everyone else was like, you know, explosion is cool. That's fun. But he was like, <sighs> straight up, like, turned his head towards the bomb so we didn't die from it. Man, it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Sad was, uh... if you think about it, but Tansy's a bitch, so fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was already down, like, near the bathrooms waiting on everybody to come down, and I saw several people who probably spent somewhere in the ballpark like $900 on drinks because they were doing the uh, the super drunk guy like wall ride walk, like one shoulder up against the wall hold you up yeah. as you walk yeah. to the exit. Wow. I was like, man, I know how much I spent on like the four beers I had here. There's no telling what this 400-pound dude having to like stumble his way out of the stadium had to spend on beer. Unless he tailgated really hard. That's what I did. You got to tailgate super hard to be drunk the whole game. Yeah. Like he – to be that floored and then like that, Matt, he he spent a lot of money yeah, drinking. I think I think I stood in line for a beer for like <clears throat> I don't know, it was a solid half hour. I was sober by the time I got to the front of the line. Yeah, it was rough. And then yeah, our was- first game, our first game, drinking bro sent us to was uh, New Mexico State. Sucked. We'll get into a story about this chick later. We met there, but there was only like four places to buy beer, and then like two, two extra places were cash. Yeah. yeah. In, in a state, like four places in a whole fucking stadium. So the lines were over 45 minutes. Yeah. And the whole premise was like, hey, find us, take a picture, tag Drinking Bro Sports, we buy you a beer. 
But we get there, it's like, it's not fucking possible. We yeah. had to Venmo so a couple we just, of guys. We're like, hey, I'll Venmo you $9. I'm yeah, sorry. we Venmo people fucking, yeah. it's, it was insane. Yeah. Now that was Mark's idea, by the way. That was smart. Yeah. So now those same guys are like hitting me up for money on Venmo all the time. <laughs> well, hey, man, remember me from that game? Hey, I need like nine bucks for gas. <laughs> we gave you your Dude, money, motherfucker. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, uh, they put out, who was it? Denoff threw out uh, Craig Dulesky's Venmo so that people could like give him money for his wedding. So now oh, like, shit. E- every day I just request like 50 bucks from him. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really funny. <laughs> uh, but I, I make sure it's, oh, yeah. I make sure it's public. You know? Oh, of so, course. Of course. Oh, yeah. I don't want to, I'm not bashing Tansy. I love the guy. If anyone's ever like, oh, yeah. like I called him a bitch. That's what we do. I'm not bashing the guy. We do have a, a show on Drinking Bros that's going to come out about wine. So yes. the, was, what we'll be doing, short clips on wine reviews. Yeah. Tansy is a sommelier, like professional sommelier. Yeah. Yeah, I am a wine enthusiast, right. so it'll be a fun little thing we do. Yeah, so um, when was that? Was that last weekend? I saw you housing like two bottles of wine alone in your room. <laughs> Yeah, dude. That was like last Thursday. I had Friday off. Oh, I just yeah. to, I decided I decided to get hanged off of wine. Friday, I was supposed to. Yeah, I went on a I supposed to go on a date Friday morning to get brunch. Couldn't do it. A Friday <laughs> like morning that. Bun- or brunch date. Ooh, that was a tough one to say. But so internet girls, brother, you just take what you can get. You know, what I'm saying, uh, when's so the fastest we can go so, out? So I'm assuming this is a lady that uh, works weekends. If you know what I'm saying. Somewhere between like mm, I don't know nine Look at this, brother. nine of nine p.m. to two thirty a.m. Uh, a lot of that's black the best shift where she works. That's the best shift right there, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the A shift, right? That's that's when they. Yeah, been. I only got to see them for like an hour or two a day. That's it. And they're working. Yeah, I'm sleeping. She's got to get weekly tests, but it's uh, it's not the COVID type. It's it's the other type. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I'm I'm you know accusing her. Not accusing. Accusing sounds bad, but. Um, assuming that this woman is a stripper, um, which is great. I mean, I had a, my first, a stripper's being polite. My, <laughs> my, my first lap dance ever. Right. Uh, I wasn't old enough to get into this strip club in Greenville, South Carolina, uh, home of, uh, you know, Dan Holloway. So, but I knew the guy, um, who worked the, the, the door, like the bouncer. And he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, once you get in there, like, ask for so-and-so. And, and uh, she, you know, she'll tell her you know me, and she'll give you, like, a private dance for half off or something. So uh, my friends – Hell, like, yeah. So my friends, like, they took me to the bag. And, like <clears throat> I said, this is my first time in a strip club. The very first thing she does is kind of, like, back her ass up into my face, lean forward, but then throw her legs over my shoulders and then back up to where her crotch is, like – all but touching my nose. Like I was reading her lips at this point, you know, professional, but, what a professional. So then she's like, she's like, Oh, like this was long before twerking was a thing, but that's kind of what she was doing. And me being like a 19 year old kid. And this is the first time around. The only thing I can think of is it like, is it awkward if she feels me breathing? <laughs> <laughs> on <her clock? laughs> So like Just some hot ass breath. Yeah. So like, so you're like, breathing down like okay so as long as she gets through it you know it was it was okay i mean i guess um the 
later that night, we all go to the bouncer's apartment. Like, you know, we're partying and stuff. Um, and the stripper walks in to his apartment. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't know, like, you hung out. And he's like, oh, yeah, like, this is my wife. I was like, what? Ooh. Now this is really awkward. And I think I'm just going to go hang out in the kitchen and drink underage <laughs> and not be around you two for the rest of the night. I think what would have been great is if instead of going down, you were just like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> made it real weird. Just inhale. Yeah, and she'd be like, "Oh God, made it real weird." One, oh, one of the guys that was with that's me terrifying. It's a terrifying yeah. thought. One of the yeah, guys, and, he, and that was your. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh no, I was gonna say yeah, and that was your first one. I had a wonderful first one. Dallas, Texas, twenty-two years old. Her real name was Dusty. I don't know her stripper name. She's about five eight, double D, perfect. Her daughter was 23 years old at the time. I was 22. And uh, it was a night in heaven I'll never forget. Old Dusty, That's baby. The Lodge in Dallas. Oh, shout out to The Lodge in Dallas. Yeah, yeah. Go ask for Dusty. <laughs> that's a real name, though. Find her, I don't know what a stripper name yeah. is. She, she was 45. That was five years ago. She might not be in the game anymore, but she looked amazing. I fucking hope she is. I'll go there in a heartbeat. Yeah. That's a, uh, yeah, forget college football. We'll just, uh, <laughs> we'll go last row of the strip club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh what did I say? I was gonna say something totally forgot now. But uh so jumping into these things. Uh Halloween coming up. What do you guys got planned? For a costume or a shit to do? Either. I mean if you're going out, are you wearing a costume? What are you wearing? Or are you just going you bar know? hopping and uh Little bar hopping. I fucking hate dressing up and I hate spending money on it. So I got a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt. Y'all saw that Vanderbilt weekend. That's all reliable. I might just dress as a cowboy. I bought a new Pearl Snap shirt today. Looking mighty fine. So maybe that's what I'll do. Yeah. What about you, Scott? I am going to the famous Sarah Heller's uh, housewarming costume party tomorrow as myself, Lastro Lopez. Very nice. I wondered. I wonder if this is going to be your costume. Yeah, it's definitely like, I'm with you, Marcus. Costumes as a guy is like, in reality, it's so much more work. Because like, if you're, if you're a reasonably attractive female, like literally all you have to do is put on underwear and like cat ears. And you're good. And you probably you already can, own both. If you're, a, if you're an attractive woman, you can buy a daggum Jack Sparrow costume and be just hot as hell. Like this, it doesn't matter what you are. You can be yeah, a Power Ranger just with your face hanging out, just with no mask. You're a hot Power Ranger. It's 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 whatever you do, you're just you're just hotter. Like, yeah. Or you take or you just take completely like inane roles and just add sexy to the front of it. Uh, I saw today somebody trying on their sexy Ruth Bader Ginsburg outfit. <laughs> wow. Fuck. Hell yeah. <laughs> And Hell she, yeah, brother. She looked, RBG, she looked, that ain't for yeah, me. Yeah, she looked good, but it was still like a little awkward. <laughs> Fuck. You know. But I guess... I want to see a sexy uh, Gumby outfit. A sexy Gumby? Sexy Gumby, baby. I see some, some tall chicks. You just throw like a uh, green like spandex <laughs> suit on them. That's all it know. takes. And you're, you're just hot Gumby. It's, just, it's so easy. So, all right. Well, <laughs> let's see who we got in the live chat tonight. I don't know if you guys are paying attention to the live chat. Yeah, oh, like, here we go. Looks like we got all the the regulars. Tighten your anus, which, by the way, is to this day one of the best YouTube handles ever. 
Um, I just now got that. Holy shit. Yeah. I've, been, I've been knowing him for months. Yeah. I didn't know. Oh, I I'm like Titan that. Uranus. I've always been a Titan Uranus. So I'm not Titan Uranus. That's, yeah. It's literally been months I've been talking to this guy, too. Titan. That's, that's a, fucking that's hilarious. A unique first name. His parents must be pretty cool. Um, Scott and I, ironically, are also not in the same room, even though it looks like we are. Yeah. We just both have white rooms that look like fucking jail cells. Yeah. No, you're. Uh, and guns. You're, and guns. Yeah. Yeah. You both. Well, at least uh, Lopez looks like there's. Uh, some girl in the bathroom who's either there willingly or not willingly. We don't, <laughs> you know. You're never going to either. Nope, we will not. So let's see. We got we got Titan Uranus. Oh, Stephanie, what's happening? You found us. Got Matt, you know, from American Rustic Works. Ruben, Ruben the Voice Schneider. Have you guys ever met Ruben? I don't believe so. Uh, dude, I met a bunch of drinking bros at the uh, election show. You don't, no idea who the fuck any of them are. Ruben has the perfect radio voice. Um, mm. and he wore, I've, I've heard him talking to Jack on Jack's yeah. test and shit like that. And yeah. he, had, he wore like one of the most cool and obnoxious suit jackets to Craig's wedding. It was pretty awesome. If you follow uh, Craig on Instagram, I think he's got it on there. You have to go check it out. Oh, yeah. uh, and apparently I met Craigers at the, at the election show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Scott blacked out the like... first. <laughs> yeah, Scott blacked out the first two times we met. He didn't remember me, frankly. <laughs> yeah, literally both times, like that. Yeah. And the election show, I'm just like, I think we had fun, bro. Hey, it's About easy, it. It's easy to do with with that crowd. Like my first time hanging out with them was the uh, the Super Bowl show this back in February. Oh yeah. And I walk in, and Ross is just kind of like, "Hey, like in the kitchen, just help yourself to whatever you want." And it was just like pallets of beer, uh, handles of everything, um, you know, certain things of questionable legality all over the countertops. Oh, no, was, not a drink of bros. Come on. It was a good time. Yeah, Yandy man's already on the couch, passed out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or on the ghost bed, on the ghost uh, bed, he's he passed out on the ghost bed. He wasn't sleeping, that's for sure. <laughs> Shout he out wasn't to the Yandy close man. to sleeping. But yeah, we got, we got Alex Chichoff, we got Logan LePonte. Uh, What's up, guys? Charlie, we've got Charlie, who's been on a couple episodes. She's uh, one of our one of our favorites on the show. Jacob Nickel, Lloyd, what's going on, dude? Jake Space Cowboy, and of course our favorite mass hole, Boston Joe. Boston Joe, uh, bro. Tom Brady's in here. Oh God. What's going on, guys? I, in the live I need chat. to get the uh, industrial sized uh, duct tape. For a skit to be Justin Bo or <laughs> Justin Bo, Justin Boston Bo. Joe's eyebrows. Oh, yeah. I got an industrial strength duct tape, and I was like, that thick, just to emulate, or emulate his fucking eyebrows. Yeah, and when you take that off, your real eyebrows are probably coming with it. <laughs> That'll be a good time. But then you that's why like, I wear sunglasses. You can like microblade in new ones, you know, and really just fit the part. Mm. Scott's actually very particular about eyebrows, so oh, this yeah? wouldn't end well. Yeah. Very vain. Oh, yeah. That's actually. So no, uh, there's like there's two things with women. Like the first two things that I care about with a chick is her name. If it's weird, like a Dorian, no. Even if she's hot, her name's like a Dorian. I don't know what that is, but no. And her eyebrows. If she's hot and has dumb eyebrows, she's not hot. A she's Dorian, hot. It's a dumb name. If some chick was like, my name's do Dorian. It. I was like, that sounds like you might have a dick. But hey, uh, nothing wrong with that. 
depends on depends on the night for me, I guess. But depends on how big the Adam's apple is. Yeah. It's intimidating. Yeah. But no, yeah, names and eyebrows are my two bugaboos, man. Yeah, you gotta look at the hands. Hands are the dead giveaway. Hands? Well, they got hair on their hands. They got big old. They got big old hands. You know. Might have a strong grip though, so it's not. I've seen. You know, I've don't been, write it off too uh, soon. I've been, in some, <laughs> I've been in some bars and approached by some uh, some attractive women, but with some masculine features. You look at their hands, and you're like, mm, those are a welder's hands. I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, God. You go straight to welder. Burning rod and burning doobies. That's Which the women can be welders. <laughs> women can be welders. You know, I don't know if they're any good at it, but I guess they can be. It's a freak. <laughs> oh, God. There you go. Jesus, Bill. It's not. Uh, <laughs> get us canceled here. Barbie the welder. She's a hot chick I've no. seen on social media. She's The lady nooners know I love them all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm good friends with all seven of them. Hell yeah. Seven's a good number. So, before we dive in to the mulleted enigma that is the last row Lopez, Marcus, all day I've been trying to think of, I can't just, we can't, if we have last row Lopez and you're kind of the the right hand man to this dude, you can't just be Marcus. We need like some sort of nickname for you. Like, do you, do you already have a nickname or? No, I've never really had, I've never been a nickname kind of guy. There's been maybe a few over the years, but some I probably don't want, I don't want to get back in trending. So, hey, I mean, for now, I'm cool with just being the sidekick. I'm more the silent type of the group anyways, for the most part. So, you know, it, it, it'll come when the time is right. So okay. if something strikes you now or someone in the comments has a good yeah. one, would yeah, love so, to hear it. Yeah, but nothing has ever stuck out of being like, a, that's it. Yeah, you can't force a nickname, you know. Yeah. So it comes. Yeah. So if anybody in the uh, in the live chat thinks of a, a good nickname for Marcus, you know, shout it out. We'll see if we can get something going. Boston, Boston. already Marcus yeah. Magnificent. <laughs> yeah, but that's like a uh, let's too... go with a Magnum Marcus. Oh, Mag- sorry, Ooh. I dropped my uh, yeah. monster. Oh, hey! for my, uh, Magnum, Magnum, Magnum for my Magnum Dong. I had I'm a, kidding on that. I had a yeah. buddy in high school that would uh, like go to Walmart and get take the normal condoms out and put them in a magnum box to go to the checkout <laughs> can his dick magnums aren't that much bigger can his dick not actually just fit in there i don't know is it I, yeah jesus this dumb shit you do when you're in high school yeah fuck so i've worn a condom since high school and i know i can't fit into a fucking magnum so i never tried yeah yeah scott's definitely not lying on that either no like, that's a, <laughs> like he definitely not no, the uh, I, I totally believe that, and he looks like a guy who kind of probably pretty nervous about the new uh, Texas abortion laws. <laughs> oh, dude, I don't know if that's like a thing yet. Like, everyone's like, oh, it's a they passed the first part of it. I don't know if they passed all the parts of it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah probably, we'll, just go to, we'll just go to Louisiana and have an alligator. Like, yeah. I figured you were going to buy like a flashlight to practice like pull out game. <laughs> that is insulting sir i can practice that any day of the week that's insulting where do i put <laughs> i'm gonna yeah. start practicing you got <laughs> a discount code for one of those <laughs> maybe hey flashlight are we, are, looking for are we sponsored are we sponsored by a flashlight company i'll totally drink your bros no obby marcus i think he used to be involved in that company so maybe you know did, they could probably uh, hook you up. I think he was, right? Isn't that part of yeah, the story? Back in the day. Yeah. Where Fleshlights now he like huh. sells supplements and is like some 
super buff shaman for Joe Rogan. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, uh, one question was like, how did you two guys meet? Right. Cause, uh, Marcus, I kind of like was looking through your Instagram and stuff. You're not originally from Texas. Lopez clearly from Texas or somewhere. Parts unknown. There. <laughs> Scott is parts unknown. <laughs> um, no, it's funny. I think I'll, I'll tell my quick thing of how I've gotten to drinking bros. And I think what would be cool, Scott, is we talk about the first day we met, but I do my perspective of you and your perspective of me. Cause it's, that's what I was thinking. You go yeah, first. It's, it's funny, yep. but yeah, how I got into this whole thing originally is uh, I leave. So I'm from Maine originally. I lived in Connecticut for three years after going to college in Massachusetts, but I'm on my couch one day on a Saturday and it says how to be in the military. And I was like, huh, my old uh, roommate was in ROTC. Let me watch this. It was a Matt Best video. And then I watched all of his videos about three hours straight, just a classic YouTube rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. I fucking fell in love with it. And then I was like, that's when podcasts were really starting to kick off. And I'm like, these guys got to have a podcast. And then I looked sure enough, drinking bros when it was Ross, Rocco, JT and Matt, mm -hmm. I think still in El Paso Christ at that yeah. point. So I started listening at like episode 65 or 66 and then I've been a fan ever since. So that's how I at least found the brand. Um, Scott, how'd you find drinking bros? Uh, I found drinking bros because, uh, full disclosure, I was in the army. Don't tell anyone ever, but yeah, I was in the army. So I followed Matt best and all that stuff. And, and, uh, I think the first one I saw was how to be an operator. And they're like dragging the kettlebells for like their balls, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's like, you know, Rangers, Seals, the bathtub yeah. with the boo, 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 like that whole thing. So I was like a, I was like a fan of Matt Best. I was, I was a fangirl. He's hot, you know, the jawline, the cheekbones, all that shit. And then I heard about like them doing a podcast and I didn't know what the fuck that was. And it's like, oh, we just talk. And I, thought that, I thought that was dumb. The radio, you skip it when they talk. You listen to music on the radio. You skip it whenever they're just talking. And then I saw like pegging explained, and I was just like, I know what pegging is. Let's do it. And then I was hooked. Since like maybe week two or week three, like episode one, one, two or three, whatever it was. Uh, but early on, I was just like, I'll give it a shot. And then I became a fan. They became a fan of Black Rifle Coffee. It was one of their first like sponsors. They always promoted that stuff. So that's when I started. But yeah, 2015, I think something like that. I think I was yeah. still in the army. I, I, I was just about to get out. Yeah, that's when we uh, both found it. And then fast forward to September of 2020, this is peak COVID. And then we see Drinking Bros is doing, hey, we're moving to Austin, Texas, a live show. It's funny, Dan, I actually recognized the room they had when they first moved here because it was the same apartment complex I used to live in. So they were like, yep, live show, this and that at Whiskey Tango. I've been there a bunch of times. So then how we get to that day is, you know, everything's shut down, but we're behind the scenes, you know, we're a crew, we're, uh, you know, making things happen behind the scenes uh, with bending the rules. And so uh, I'll start off because Scott went on first. So it took like an hour to get launched. Things were running late. There was some technical difficulties, but Always. so we go, Ross and Dan opened the show. Austin Talley, who's the owner of Whiskey or uh, manager of Whiskey Tango was doing his thing. And then they're like, yeah, let's get these two fucking guys up here. And so it's, yeah. uh, Scott's friend Taylor, who's got cheek tattoos, neck tattoos, a mustache, and then this glasses Scott has on right now, and a fresh mullet, little baby mullet, and a cut off flannel. And then the first time I met my, the love of my, I mean, <clears throat> first time I met Scott, was, uh, <laughs> Scott comes up. He is wearing, <laughs> uh, I think, the same shades, 
he's wearing a cutoff flannel like this. He's got just a little baby mullet. He's got a dip spitter in his pocket like this that he can just spit in there. And then he's got rainbow Crocs on. He was looking like the kind of guy that made out with his cousin, but he's like proud of it because it's the hottest chick he's ever made out with. It's like, yeah, she's my fourth cousin, but she's got a double D and she hot, man. Like, fuck. Like, that's the kind of vibe he was giving off. And so um, they start talking everything and uh, Scott references pegging everything else. Like he's flexing his drinking bros knowledge of like being an absolute OG in the game. Uh, they do that. <laughs> they bring up Ross's neighbor who's a babysitter. Uh, Scott kind of creeps her out because he's in character. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, fuck, it was just, it was great. They, they, they crushed it, knocked it out of the park. Um, so that was their part. And then I'll let Scott take over. And then we'll talk about the ending in the next few times we met too, because that's pretty good as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's exactly what happened. I showed up, baby mullet, uh, flannel, everything. The first thing they say are like, hey, are you... Do you swing that way with your Crocs? I was like, no, fuck, I don't know, maybe. I, I don't know. You know, maybe, who knows? And then Dan's like, nice mullet. as like a joke because it was like an inch thick in the back. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, I'm going to grab like some more beer, actually. I'm walking away from the set. And they're like, yeah, bring your friend that, you know, that the dirt bag. Bring him with, with the Crocs. I was like, oh, fuck, that's me. I literally, I dude, I have no memory of being there of going on the show. The only th memory I have is like watching it on YouTube afterwards. I don't remember anything there. Cause it was just, it was just beer. The beer was there. Yeah. It was, yeah. I remember that episode. I remember both of you on there, you know, I was like, mm -hmm. uh, I think Marcus, they were like, they were kind of grilling you for being handsome. And then, uh, yeah, S Scott, I think they, they were just, I don't know, enamored, uh, confused. I don't know what they knew what to think about you. The, the best part was Jesse Wiseman, who I chatted with, like, you know, a couple weeks later. She was creeped out by Scott, like, legitimately. <laughs> like, like she got, like, weird fucking vibes. And then, so then they had a drinking brouettes meetup a couple weeks later. And then I was chatting with her. And then uh, we Scott came up, or somehow I talk, we talked about the live show. And I was like, yeah, you know, that's a that was him like riffing, right? Kind of a gimmick. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, that's not Scott. We talked after he's a normal guy. And she was like, oh my God, I love him. Like she went from being so despised by oh my God, he's such an actor that he fucking threw one right over my head. And then she fell in love with him. And so that was like the hilarious part. But yeah, yeah Scott didn't remember. We talked after, and this is why I was so surprised he was blacked out. Cause he was talking like this, excuse me, with me, like totally coherent conversation. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, he followed me on Instagram, and then we kept in touch. And then we got together at the election show again, started talking. Like, all these things we talked about before, he's like, oh, I didn't know that. And then <laughs> he had to black out again. And then the first time I really hung out was he came to my friend's giving Thanksgiving and told some crazy stories to my friends. But that was the first real time we hung out. And then we've kept in touch ever since. We hang out. Uh, we were hanging out a bunch, shooting guns here and there, and just uh, getting together, doing stuff occasionally. And then... Uh, the kind of rumblings of this was we went to the last live show they had. Scott was like full last row without being last row. Like the mullet was looking really good. He was wearing the unicorn shirt the uh, or the unicorn thigh huggers, uh, the gun and pineapple fucking Hawaiian shirt. And then uh, we went on the jack sesh after that. Cause I was like, Hey, like Scott, you should try to get on the jack sesh with this character. 
<laughs> and then yeah. Scott drank way <laughs> too much fucking Jim Beam. Way too much Jim Beam. And uh, way, oh, yeah. way, way too much. Way too much. That Jim was. Beam. Please then, do not look up that episode. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't watched it because it's yeah, so hot, no. dude. It's so bad. Then, so yeah. fucking bad. I, uh, I bombed. I was so drunk. I bombed that episode. Yeah. That must have been one of the first ones then, right? Like what? It, yeah. yeah, 15, what, 16, maybe. Yeah. What live episode of Drinking Bros were you guys at? Was that the the football draft that that was the jt was on the speedboats the the racing boats yeah that's when they called him the fatter benicio del toro i took a picture Mm -hmm. a video of scott going on he was like doing his whole thing but uh yeah so that's when that was like i think maybe the rumblings probably started for ross of thinking about this and then um yeah so then that's how we became friends how this thing started and then scott you can pick it up where uh you know last row actually started yeah yeah that's gonna be my question is uh you know, so obviously, most of the Nooners know you as Last Row Lopez, um, which I mean, we've it, we've said your name. Uh, you know, you're obviously Scott Lopez. You seem to live somewhere in the vicinity of Austin, Texas. Yep. Um, yep. You know, even though you're uh, somebody mentioned your your uh, Zoom feed says Eric Lopez. I'm assuming you like stole your uncle's laptop or something and to use a Zoom. I've never even heard of that kid. Yeah, dead. He's dead. Um, yeah, last row killed him. So, um, so yeah, like, 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 let's get into this. So, like, is is last row Lopez the character? Is he? I mean, is it? Is it kind of like a like almost like um like what Jack Mandeville does for uh, Chet Scovlin? Like, it's a it's a a bit character that you kind of act through or is it more of kind of like a exaggeration like you you're exaggerating you're taking your personal traits and just upping the like exaggerating like ramping them up to be lastro lopez on camera like which like how yeah um, no it's great how you brought up jack because me and marcus have always talked about you know being a fan of jack and how he can Mm -hmm. go from I mean, he's always, he's always funny. He's always fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then he so does like respect. these. He's so much respect yeah, he, for how Jack he, he operates. Does. Yeah. He's a, he's he's a just genius. The man. Yeah. He's a genius. Really, he really is. Yeah. He's a, but he does like comedy and humor yeah. mixed with like he's definitely his a own thing. Guy. Like you've met him. I've met uh, Jack briefly. Uh, probably not to the extent you guys have, but you, once you meet him and even actually, even if you, um, if you look at like watch any of the kind of like uh, when he's on like soft core history, or mm-hmm. uh, Iconoblast when he's just normal Jack. Yep. Um, that's who he is. So when you see him like the Chet Scovlin stuff, or even when he's just like being like the super funny Jack, it, it kind of proves that he, he is definitely a talented character actor. Right. Yep. Like he just, he just knows how to just jump into these, these roles um, as opposed to like, I was asking like some people when they play some of these characters, uh it's not really uh a bit it's just they're taking their their personality and just revving it up like that's what like a jared taylor a lot of times you see that's what i feel like he does right that's his personality but when he needs to like for any kind of like funny skits or something he just takes that personality and just revs it up a little bit they talk about that with wwe too bill like stone cold's always said the best are when it's their personality turned up to 11 Mm -hmm. um so that's just funny because that's obviously another acting type thing but yeah, it's an interesting question. What yeah. do you think, Scott? I got an idea, but I'm curious what you think, Scott. Yeah, so 
the the last row is I think it's, it is more of me channeling personality and raising it up more. Mm-hmm. I think uh, like I am fucking weird. I am over the top with a lot of things I, I say and do. Like I'm 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 fucking goofy. I'm like dancing at work, doing weird shit, cracking jokes all the time. The so last row is like an extension of that, which literally started because of the mullet. Like straight up, the confidence to wear a fucking crop top and short shorts to a football game, with by thousands of people, I, I would not do that if I if my hair was still short. Right. Like I, I don't feel like it would work. Like the mullet came, that confidence came, and that all started with that first like drinking bros episode from literally last year, and. Like when I when I go out, people are like, "Hey, sick mullet." I was getting like looks and compliments. People are talking to me, uh, guys, girls, whatever. Like the Hawaiian shirts came out of nowhere. Like I wear these twenty four seven, but actually, well, yeah, twenty four seven wear Hawaiian shirts. But uh, it all started because of the mullet, and it, it just it really amplified my personality, and I became more of like an introvert to an extrovert, right. just because of the confidence I got from it. And so, yeah, last year's extension of myself. And uh, it's been fucking, it's been awesome. It's been wild. I've met so many great people because of the mullet. Uh, I helped run a, a mullet Facebook page, you know, that, that just started out of nowhere. And uh, yeah, it's just been, it's been crazy. It's, 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 it's more of a extension of myself and a character. But there's definitely, it's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, at home chugging beers in my living room watching tv yeah i'm, I'm not doing that kind of, i'm not going outlandish in my garage like yeah we've you know but we've established that when you're at home by yourself you're you're chugging down red wine you know like some sort of single mom well, on a friday night <laughs> it was a thursday night okay <laughs> well but it was and your, I had, <laughs> it was your friday right exactly <laughs> uh, yeah man I it's it's at, definitely just just more fun of, of me being me and, and trying new things. Because social media, this whole thing is it just it just started with college football. I didn't care about social media. I maybe posted once a month on Instagram, stuff like that. And now I got to learn how to like share and do reels and get views and hashtag things and all that stuff. It's it's all brand new, um, it, but it's fun. Yeah. So so where did so obviously, like the mullet, like you're, you're like the the uh, Hispanic Samson, right? The hair giving you the power. Yep. Uh, so I mean, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and assume you have the hair insured, just in case, you know. Oh, of course, um, of course. So, um, so but why, right? Because I've I've spoken to you. Uh, in person and stuff, and and even like you said, uh. And I think you've even said it on air that like college football and sports in general was never really your thing. Like, you know, you weren't, you're a casual fan at best. So where from this character, what, like, what was the process to where all of a sudden now your, your character is last row Lopez. And the shtick is that you go to, you sit in the last row of college football games. Like how did yeah, that so- become a thing? So, like, I, I played sports growing up. Like, I played football, volleyball. Uh, I ran cross country for a year for some fucking reason. Like, I, I, you know, I played sports. I skated. I did that whole thing. 
but like knowing the players, knowing the stats, knowing the coaches, the owners, like all, I never cared fancy football, not really my thing. So I didn't know like much about sports. Like, Hey, who the fuck's playing today? I don't even know who, what game I'm at sometimes, but uh, the last show started because at that first game or the first live show we went to uh, Ross bought me and my buddy Taylor tickets to the UT game at the last row. And the joke was like, because you guys look like you have COVID, we're going to buy you the worst seats you can think of. So he's like, hey, just do a video thanking Drinking Bros and Drinking Bros Sports for the tickets. So we chugged a beer. We got some other fan to like come in. He had the, the UT Longhorn foam hat. You know, we were just, woo, yeah. And we were screaming like, get aborted. You know, like we were just screaming like dumb shit. And that stuck in their brain, I guess, for over a year. Because I got, I got the call like, you know, eight, nine weeks ago, whenever it was. I, got, I literally got a phone call like nine in the morning from Ross. Like, hey, do you want to go to New Mexico this weekend? And I'm like, fucking why? You know? He's like, yeah, we got a new bit called Lastro Lopez. We want you to do it. And I was like, okay. Now, that's kind of how it started. So then I had to like look up the spreads, the over-unders, how to actually place bets. Because if people ask us, like, hey, what do you guys do? You know, hey, we're a, we're a sports podcast. We're a entertainment podcast. But we also place bets every single week on the over-unders, the spreads, the money lines, things like that. But I had to learn what that meant. Right. So I don't look stupid wearing drinking bros and not knowing what I'm talking about. So all this knowledge I've like had came from, you know, eight weeks ago, trying to Google stuff on the way to a game. Like who's the quarterback? Who's the running back? What are their stats? Right. That kind of thing. So, so it literally, it literally came from two months ago. Right. So, Anything about sports. So through that now though, have you, have you kind of become a college football fan? Oh yeah, yeah. Like I kind of forced your hand into being a fan. I mean, I I watched college football growing up. Um, we we'd go to we go to football games and tailgate and shit like that. As as a kid, I always drink like you know Gatorades. All my dad got hammered and with his friends and party. But it wasn't very often we would go. And then the military, I had no like cable or internet, whatever. So I didn't watch football or any sort of sports through my military. I moved to Indiana and I lived in an attic of a crack house. Sounds like you were, I paid, like, were you in the Kokomo yeah. area of Indiana? Um, right by Notre Dame, like 20 minutes okay. south gotcha. in a town, in a town of 60 people. Gotcha. I, like, I had to sleep in a sleeping bag because they're like in the winter, it'd get like, you know, 10 degrees outside. And I was in a sleeping bag on a box spring like this is my life now but there's no fucking internet there so i still didn't watch sports i would listen to drinking bros at work like drinking bros sports you know to get some sort of knowledge about what's going on but i had no fucking idea really so it wasn't until i moved back to texas that i had internet again you know stuff like that where i can like watch sports and there's a place i can go get food and watch the game five minutes away instead of driving half an hour but yeah. Right. So what were the circumstances that led you to be sleeping in a sleeping bag in a Indiana crack house? Oh, buddy of mine was like, hey, fucking move to Indiana with me. And I was like, okay. That's that's literally it. Oh, and you learned real quick. So I have family from Indiana. 
and uh, you learned real oh. quick, like, oh, there's yeah, this place sucks. A whole lot here. Yeah. yeah. Unless, unless you're my backyard was a cornfield. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, it's all corn, kind of like Iowa that way, except flat. Yeah. Iowa is actually not that flat, whereas Indiana, I mean, it's just like. Pfft. If if there's no uh if there's no crops in the field and your wife leaves you you like gotta watch her walk away for days. It's <laughs> exactly what it's like. It's that yeah. fucking flat. But yeah, no, I lived in the crack house and it was just like fucking didn't pay anything for rent or nothing. You know, I just existed for a bit and it wasn't it wasn't fun, man. And, and obviously nobody was paying for heat, so. Oh, oh, we had a wood-burning stove. So if it was too cold, I would sleep in the kitchen where uh, our stove was. Gotcha. So what? Uh, what's next for the two of you guys? Like, is this last road going on the road? I mean, I know you guys work. You know, you've got – you're just like me. You're a guy with full-time jobs. You know, is this uh, – is the uh, podcast, social media – I don't, I don't even know what you'd call it. That lifestyle, like, is that something that in a couple of years from now you see picking up, or are you guys just taking it day by day? Yeah. What do you got, Marcus? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the whole thing we got into with this was, in, you know, Scott had called me up and said, "Hey, I need a cameraman," and I was like, "Yeah, man, let's do it." Like, love to support my brother. This is a hell of an opportunity. I think we were both saying like, hey, worst case scenario is we have a really fun year watching good football games, making some funny shit. And if it doesn't go on from that, cool. It's great memories and a fucking cool story to tell when you're in your 60s and 70s, telling people what you do with your life. But so that was that. But then I think I'd say, Bill, we're probably going more day by day on this. You know, Scott's obviously more of the main attraction with that, which I understand. We both kind of contribute to making the skits and stuff. But I think Last Row is such a good character that, uh, you know, hey, if, if it gets renewed for next season essentially then maybe it goes full-time on the road it's kind of tough doing that lifestyle but i'm sure even with local games scott can do a lot of stuff but uh, i think if not yeah i mean wine reviews with tansy or just other last row type stuff i think there's certainly an appetite for people liking the character and then yeah if it, i know scott and i've had conversations with scott and you can talk about it you've wanted to maybe get into podcasting at some point and i've kind of dabbled in it before too so um I think we're just going with kind of the wait and see approach and what comes up, but uh, at the very least, we love this community and we'll keep, you know, trying to be uh, involved in that in some capacity. So it's kind of a non-answer answer, but I'd say we take it more of a day at a time. But what do you think, Scott? Yeah, no, I'm on the same page. I would love to do more on the entertainment side because this is just a fun thing to do. Like I would love to go full-time entertainment, whether it's podcasting, traveling for sports, like they hinted toward like WNBA in the summer next year. Like, I don't know how that's gonna work, but like yeah. there's little things they've been kind of like passing back and forth that that I can I can do instead of just college football because the NFL's obviously a lot different as far as like the fan base goes. It's right. not much. It's not as much partying like at college games. It's more right. like actually watching the fucking yeah. game. Yeah, well, those people are paying a lot of money to be there. And if you exactly. uh, if you got into a gig where <clears throat> drinking bros or tetherball is paying you to go to the WNBA games. You'd probably be the only person at that game actually making money. <laughs> that's a, that's a good point. Yeah. You're not helping that whole misogynist <laughs> vibe. You're, I'm just fine. Yeah, <laughs> over two bill, but no, I, I mean, you're right. Though. I mean, it's not, 
Yeah. I hey, mean, I, no one watches that shit. Hey, it's, like I'm, it's not fucking fun to watch. I hey, if I'm on the thing like, hey, if they can if they bring in money, then pay them. But they're just not, right? It's just like anything. Uh yeah. You know, sports you know, people argue this all the time, but I mean, I'm on the kind of the Dan Holloway mindset that professional sports, it's a product and you get paid for the amount of money you bring in for this product. Right. And for whatever reason, I'm not a basketball person, so I don't really know why the WNBA doesn't bring in a lot of money. I'm guessing it's just not as flashy, right. It's probably very, if you're, if you're into like being very technical with basketball, it's probably a really fun watch. I like, I'm the weird guy that really likes golf. And uh, I can watch women's golf because they're going more off of, you know, technique and strategy, kind of like a normal person does over, you know, these guys and the guys in the PGA that are just, you know, smashing balls further than a, a normal human can do it. And they get an advantage out of that. So I don't know. Maybe we can, uh, I can shoot like a WNBA player, like 50 bucks or something to come on the show. <laughs> That's all it's gonna it. take. And actually, you know, maybe even just like a coupon to Arby's and be like, "Hey, just come <laughs> pr- come promote your team." <laughs> we have the meats. Yeah. Hey, hey, Scott. Okay, was that a roast beef joke towards a woman? <laughs> now you've crossed the line. <laughs> oh God, you're just pulling them today. You're just pulling yeah. them. That's what I do. That's what I do. Uh, I piss people off by making off-colored comments. Oh, Bill, I figured I saw this too. Uh, see if any of these stick out to you guys uh, before we move on. The nicknames uh, we had Marcus Magnificent from Boston Joe, we had Machine Gun Marcus, uh, Mile That's High Marcus, one. Marky Mark. I've been called that occasionally. I've been called Marcus Aurelius occasionally too. Uh, Magic Marcus, that there's maybe something in that one. Yeah, muscle we'll, shirt Marcus. Another one is no mullet Marcus. That would be fun. Rachel <laughs> Lopez featuring no mullet Marcus. Yeah, uh, like he like just shames you like off yeah. camera. Lloyd <laughs> calling me mosquito Marcus. He, he says it. He says it like with shirt. disdain, like no mullet Marcus back there. And then uh, that's why you're B- behind the camera. Plan B Marcus is pretty fucking funny too. Plan B uh, Marcus. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I don't know if that's got mainstream appeal to it, but. Uh, yeah, so we'll let those uh, fester a little bit, let them marinate. Yeah, I also Maybe saw uh, somebody asked, I mentioned it at one point uh, about Nashville. I think we we're, I forgot what the bar we were at, like Dixie's or Topsies. something? Topsies. I think it's called Topsies. Topsies. I mentioned one time about I got so lit up that even I made Last Row Lopez uncomfortable. Yeah, so the, like, the only real, like, it's not really that funny of a story. It's just, um, like I don't get out a lot in those kind of situations, so I tend to misbehave. Uh, so, I figured so, I, I kind of caught that a little yeah. bit. So uh, <laughs> I just started slamming down drinks and thought it'd be funny to you know start doing the bump and grind up against Lasro Lopez. And uh, yep, <laughs> and every other dude in that bar. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, you got real up in my shit. Uh, <laughs> Funny yeah. the first time, probably not funny the twelfth time. Yeah, but, probably. Not. You know, you <laughs> yeah, probably not. I woke up. Uh, I woke up on an air mattress the next morning, going, "Oh God, what have I done?" <laughs> hey, there's through. a lot of we've, we've all been there. Yeah. So many, <laughs> so many blurry pictures on my phone. You know, 
Dude, that, that was hard for me because, like, I, I, I couldn't get tanked in Nashville because we were, like, we were there to do something, like, film or promote. So, like, I, like at no point was I tanked. Maybe, I, I would say after the, uh, the you were fucking Georgia get, yeah. after the Georgia game, <laughs> when I was just you, chugging uh, Tansy's rum. And then we also uh, waterboarded you. Yeah, I was say, uh, chugging rum. I think the, the real key to that one was you got waterboarded with beer. That was really fun. I enjoyed it. That took the energy level up sucks, next right? level. No, man, it wasn't that bad. Like it was. Oh yeah, oh, it's kind. Of, I can't breathe, but it's like you just can't breathe. You know. Yeah. I mean, we've all had happens all the time. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. You were trying not to breathe, you know, in the girl's yeah. crotch, and I was yeah. trying to to breathe uh, with beer in my mouth and nose and everything else. It's but similar. She it was talking. great. Yeah. Afterwards, like. I would like walk to go to the bathroom and people are like, let's get a picture together. I'm like, Hey, this looks like like sweat or water. I got waterboarded. It's beer. And they're like, I don't give a fuck. So we were taking photos with people, but it was funny. Cause I'm like soaked. Like, my hair is like drenched. My shirt, my crop was beer everywhere. Yeah. And it was funny. People were like, oh, let's get a photo. I'm like, this looks weird, but it's beer. I promise you, you can smell me. It, you'll, you'll find the evidence there. So yeah, I got drunk there. Then we ate food and I was good to go. But like uh, that night in particular at Topsy's, like we went and got dinner right beforehand. I think I don't know if it was me or Marcus driving, either to or from, it didn't really matter. But I didn't want to have Marcus just drive the whole time where I get fucking tanked every day. So we get to Topsy's, I'm still cold sober. And I got to like, try and catch up to everyone else that's already been there for an hour or so. And then we had to wake up at six in the morning to go to the uh, golf tournament to set up the, the studio there. Mm. And then drive home 14 hours, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I got you. So, yeah, I had nowhere to be. So, I, uh... yeah. If, if, if we were not doing anything, if we were just, if we were just driving home Monday, yeah, I would have been shit canned with everyone else. But if, if we go next year, we're going to take off more time and plan for it and it'll be a thing. Like yeah. this yeah. year was like, yeah, it was, if it, it was a tremendous time, but it, it felt like a work trip and definitely had to be into it. Because yeah, we're still drive, new on the, like, the we're, still, we're still a new segment. Right. Like we are, this is our first time doing this. Right. So like we can't just be like little degenerates and like not no, put out that. content or perform. Yeah. But that uh, is the we we got we we really try to like think of things like it's like ah oh, fuck try and brainstorm yeah. on the spot you know that kind of stuff. That is the key difference between like you know the Lastro character and Scott is like. Scott's a fantastic shit poster and doing funny stuff. But when he says crazy shit in chats, right, that, that's last row. Uh, Scott is very professional. We both take it seriously because we are trying to deliver really funny stuff. And like, I did the math. I mean, uh, Scott's racked up with these within, I think it was eight weeks of content across Facebook and Instagram. It was 500,000 views. So, I mean, it was, Holy now shit. granted, half of that was from one super viral video from Arkansas, which was a fucking yeah. hell of a game. And I got 240,000 yeah. views on Facebook. Hey, that's all it takes, you know? Yeah. Like one viral moment, right? Like all it takes to jumpstart something like that. And uh, obviously it worked because if you guys have gotten, you know, 100 views off of that, you probably wouldn't be going to Nashville to get waterboarded with beer, Yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and the Nashville was fun. It was a meeting of the minds because Dringer Bros Sports was like the East Coast guys, Tansy and Joe. We didn't really know them. Yeah. And then we came together and it was just this like magical, like family lost, long lost family coming together where it was just like so fun with them riffing too. And them like 
being part of the pictures. And it was just, just like, if we could do that every weekend, it'd be the greatest fucking thing ever. But uh, that was a fucking oh, yeah. super cool if, weekend. Yeah. If the four of us go to like any game with, they have more engagement, like talking wise, like just yeah. naturally Tangent getting people salesman. to come to us. Yeah. 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 Salesman. Both of them are just boom, boom, boom. And they're like, hey, yeah. check this guy out. Yeah. And then we just got Marcus over here. It's like, wait, who's your friend though? He's just like, <laughs> you know, everyone's like, yeah, who, who, who's, who's that guy? What's he doing? You know, it's, oh, I get that all the time. It's I'm like, when Yo, I who, who's talk. your friend? I get, the, I get the, who's your friend? You know, I'm like, oh, my buddy Marcus, let me, here's Instagram. <laughs> I follow him. Maybe the, him up. his mom had some coworker that was like, oh, oh yeah. Who's your friend? Yeah, maybe that's your uh, stick. Maybe you're a mouthless Marcus. You just don't talk. You just sit there and look good, you know? Honestly, it's just better if I do, because uh, like Scott, <laughs> I'm like, for being a normal looking, you know, I know I, know I look like a fucking uh, preppy jock dude, because I've dressed preppy sometimes, but for being a totally normal guy, I got a really fucked up dark sense of humor and I say a lot of stupid shit. Like Scott can attest. I, I got Scott a couple of weeks ago. Like I grossed oh, him out on something. Oh was, God. I yeah, was so surprised. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, uh, I already know I look like Martha's Vineyard and fucking, you know, uh, old money, which I don't by the way, but yeah, it, <laughs> it's sometimes I got a fuck ton of student loans, but it's better to just, yeah. Sometimes shut up and stand there. And uh, yeah, it's funny. Cause like <laughs> when we're at the games, it's like, you'll we'll get the looks where it's like, Sometimes crazy chicks are I fucking the shit out of Scott. Sometimes like the other like forty year old dads are I fucking Scott, where they're like, God damn it, I just wish I was that instead of you know yeah. fucking ha- had these two kids. Yeah. And then we get occasional chicks that just like give us a look where they're not quite sure what's going on, but they they enjoy it. Yeah, not gonna, often, but <laughs> we're gonna get to the chicks in a second. Somebody yeah. brought up in the chat. I think this is a good idea. Uh, Space Cowboys or Jake, who've had on the show. I think uh, Last Row Lopez's character is perfect for TikTok. Have you thought about that? Yeah. Dude, I have one. I've posted like two videos to it. That's one of the things. Like, I don't, like, I literally downloaded it just for Last Row. Yeah. I mean, I've never like I, I see what I, like what I, I have to fucking post more on it. I'll get to it. I mean, tomorrow I'm off, so I'm gonna do yeah. something with it. But that sounds and like, like um, that like that kind of like short form content is stuff. Yeah. That I think Last Row could knock out real quick, right? And go yeah, I got I got to figure it out. So I'm not gonna be like the lip syncing, like <laughs> popping my butt. I'm not gonna be like dancing and doing stupid shit. Like I gotta call something original. I'm, I'm not gonna have uh what diehard quotes playing over my fucking mouth while I chug a beer. I don't, I, nothing, you know? Hey, for the, I got to do something original, if they're but you that doesn't it, really do it, get you know. people on it, you know? Bill, being beside it, Scott all these times, too, and just, uh, one, him hammered talking and sober talking, like, the amount of funny... I have funny stories that I've screenshotted and sent to Scott. There's, like, 15 <laughs> bits I have written down from him just talking about his life. Mm-hmm. Like, uh... So I think hopefully that'll be an evolution to where we can maybe integrate those stories. Cause originally we talked about even Scott, maybe try and stand up before this whole last drill thing came up, but yep. Scott's a gold mine of fucking hilarious stuff. Yeah. Excuse well, me, just from living his life. So that is a good idea with the TikTok. I think we'll have to talk shop about that, Scott. And yeah. uh, I've actually, I, I, just, I just had something pop in. You just talked about him telling stories. I had something pop in my mind that uh, it'd be gold to say on air, but I'm not going to do that. Like when, once we get off air, I think I've got something for that. There we go. For you guys to 
to bounce around your brains. In the oh, brain, yeah. Down the brain jellies. Whoa! Look out! Uh, for those listening, <laughs> Lopez just uh, panicked. He uh, had to grab a shotgun and run out of the room. I think uh, there might have been Good to a, go. an intruder or a raccoon in the house. So, Good to go. Good to go. Good to go. Yeah, for those that can't see, Scott still wears crop tops when he's not in character, but they're just Hawaiian shirts instead. Yeah. Just as handsome, just as sexual, just a little different. I thought I heard a... Uh, what's the belly test they do for pregnancies? Ultrasound. Thought I heard ultrasound in my living room. Scared for a second. Does that happen a lot? Yeah, you, you never know what happens in the last row household. You know. Okay. Okay. People just come in. People come and go and get ultrasounds and vasectomies and arthritis. Amateur. People come and get arthritis. Amateur, of you know, course. So not, not professional. Speaking Amateur. of, you brought vasectomies. Um, I saw today, somebody posted, it's been posted in several places, and I think somebody brought it up in the live chat, that uh, somebody in my state of Iowa has a mobile vasectomy business. He's got a trailer that he carries around the back of his truck and does mobile vasectomies. I just saw that today. Did you post that? Was that you? Or no, I saw it posted on RPR. Uh, I think it was Jacob Nickel. Who posted that? Who was okay? A, uh, yeah, he's one. He's one of the Iwegians that got out. I think I, I can't remember where he lives now. I think he might live in Texas actually. But um, yeah, he posted that. But yeah, had the the Iowa plates on the trailer. So, which kind of makes sense in a rural place, I guess. I mean, I guess as much sense as a mobile vasectomy lab can make. Um, Look, if he's got good Google reviews, I mean, you know, is it four, if it's above four point seven stars. I'll entertain it, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to call Read the him. reviews. I'll call him, because yeah. if I can get it done in my driveway, you know, like, that beats having to go to, like, the surgery clinic, you know, <laughs> and, you know, with all those, like, sick kids getting their tonsils taken out and shit, you know, we'll just have him do it in my driveway, you know, when I'm done, he can just, like, throw me in the front yard, you know. I would hope they wouldn't do that in the same place, because God forbid they fuck up who's in what room. And little Billy can't fucking yeah. have kids anymore. Oh man, I forget what the what the actual syndrome is called, but it's a it's when you get like some sort of surgery like on your on your nads your your nad area your gonads mm -hmm. testiculars. This dude for two years he was pissing his poop. He was peeing shit, and then when he would when he would jizz, it would come out his butt. Like he had some surgery and they, they twisted him. Whatever fucking things go on down there. This is a true story. You can look it up. For two years, he didn't say shit until he was like damn near dying because he had so much like buildup from peeing poop that he finally went to the doctor and they're like, oh, sorry, your surgery for your kidneys last year or two <laughs> years ago, we fucked up and we just. Yeah. Oh, we crossed the wires. Our bad. Our bad. And like the thing is, it was like, Point something percent of like Americans have it, but the total was like fourteen hundred. Which, I mean, granted, this is a big ass country, but fourteen hundred people right now are are peeing poop, and then jizzing, shitting jizz. That's that's true as fuck. Hmm. I yep. mean, I, I have definitely uh, had trace amounts of poop come out of my dick. 
uh, normally after. What? Oh, you should I mean, get that checked out. I mean, no, it's after my after penis anal. Is, yeah, oh, my okay. penis has been somewhere with poop, and I've also seen somebody uh, poop semen. You know, they kind uh, of the, the, the two the situations. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> Um, yeah, but for two years, but got say I'm taking a piss, and then it's like, ah, damn it, not again. You're literally just, there's, there's poop out your pee hole, yeah. man. It's fucking bananas. Yeah, that sounds uncomfortable at best. But there's over a thousand people right now, just in America, that do that. Well, I think doctors uh, like somehow fuck things up. I think we found last row's uh, social cause, right? You could start a foundation <laughs> to help people. Yeah, I got I got to find out what that thing is called. <laughs> Yeah, for like, yeah. I, like, a, like the office, Michael Scott's like rabies yeah. awareness like, marathon he did. Like but I just do some big thing for fucking peeing poop. Like, uh, <laughs> like everyone just wears crop tops. Yeah, you're for like Sarah McLaughlin. You're just like sitting on a couch, but instead of petting a dog, you have like a like a possum or something. You're petting a <laughs> possum, talking about like this issue of people like yeah shitting out of their pee holes. You know, dude. Like, yeah, it's the, it's the craziest shit, dude. But yeah, uh, so that's a fun thing I learned off the internet the other day. So, hey, if you ever go to the doctor, make sure they get the right thing done. So, or if you're if you're pissing poop, let them know like immediately instead of waiting two years until you almost die. And that's the kind of shit we talk about on the road. Scott and I have spent you know so many hours now. It's talking music, singing to each other, talking about mm. current events, drinking bros yep. stuff. Yeah, you. Scott, you a big uh, Billy Ray Cyrus fan, or no? Hell, I wait. He's got one song called "Achy Breaky Heart." That's all he's got. That's all I need. That's all I know. That's all anyone knows or needs. Yeah, it takes more than a mullet to impress Scott musically. He's got good taste. All, all I've got is a no-handed helicopter, and it's served me well so far. So sometimes <laughs> all you need yeah. is one move. You know, <laughs> it's exactly what it is. You know. So, couple couple quick questions before we get off of here. We had some uh, some of our Instagram followers ask some questions. Uh, we've already gone through Halloween. Um, somebody, Marcus, somebody wants to know if your uh, impeccable jawline is natural or was that from plastic surgery? Ooh, good one. This no, is that's spicy. Uh, <laughs> no, that's good genetics, thankfully, and because uh, I've always had a dimpled chin, and then. I used to be about 140 pounds before I lifted weights. So I started lifting weights in college. And so, I mean, right now I eat three pounds of red meat every day, at least I get good sleep and I lift weights four days a week. So if you want to maximize any kind of jaw genetics you have, do that. And I think that'll do it. But no, I've been touched by the hand of God on that one. Nice. Uh, next question. Uh, Scott is the mullet. Is that a perm or is that just naturally curly? Oh, it's all natural. Oh, yeah, I'm actually going to get a permed like probably a year from now because a perm really scrunches it up. Yeah. And so if I permed it now, it you wouldn't see it like drooping on my shoulders. Yeah. So in a year from now, I'm going to get a perm just to like curl it up some more. But it's all natural. Yeah. And you're those that I use I, I use a very good product. Man uh, and tail? You man and tail guys? No, man. It's a, that's no. That's what the fucking amateurs use, man. Was that for the pores? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I use uh, it's called Miracle Flow. Oh, because the flow is a miracle. Ah, oh, yeah. gotcha. Well, when you get a perm, you'll have to switch over to uh, Soul Glow. Soul Glow. <laughs> yeah. That's a, oh, yeah. That's a reference. To, I get uh, it. Coming yeah. to America. Yeah. Yep. But Scott does have. If, if people get to see, haven't seen it in person, it is like this glorious jet black, curly, thick hair. 
It's it's the real. A lot of people have asked if it's fake. It's like, no, man, it's the real fucking deal. Yeah. Even Boston Joe thought it was fake. Yeah, and the crazy, until he met me, obviously. But the crazy thing, like I said, like I've met you in the wild, so to speak. Uh, even outside of your last row Lopez character, the the hair works. Right. Yeah, like, it's 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 fantastic. It works. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Last question here. Um, somebody asked. What is it like being the mayor of Pound Town? <laughs> yeah, someone brought that up. Oh, no, someone brought up if, I was a sec- if I'm the next generation of like sexual icons or something Could on be. American Party Q and A. Yeah, like but being the mayor of Pound Town is is pretty fun. It has its perks. Obviously, too. I just said there, we have uh, ultrasounds in the living room just to be yeah. safe. Well, you, you want know, to make sure you make like sure that. you want to make sure you catch it before that sixth week. You know. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I can't legally get an abortion in Texas, so I always do it in the garage or the living room. Sometimes you hear screams yeah. uh, emanating from there, but it's just that's just natural in this household. So yeah, yeah you, you know, you, you live in a ranch, but you built a set of stairs just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah ex- there it is. Being the mayor of Countdown comes with its perks and is also the downfall of yeah, having to murder right? children. Heaviest, yep. heavy yeah, <laughs> yeah. One of the and then the perks of that too of Pound Town is the you know, the females that have given a, uh, attention to Scott. So we were mentioned this earlier. Yep. We met a chick. Ooh, shout out yeah. to Mexican Noodle on Instagram. If you're going to take noodle. it away, yeah. If you give her a follow, seriously, give her yeah, a fucking yeah, follow. Yeah, she's beautiful. But Scott, tell the <laughs> the fun fact about her. <laughs> we fucking died when we heard this. She survived a fucking shark attack. Yeah. Mexican noodle on Instagram. She's literally, she's fucking spicy, caliente, as they say in Italy. But god damn, <laughs> is she hot? Um, she, there's like a fucking, she, 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 you gotta, you gotta, it's not just out there. I did some digging. Okay. I'm a professional fucking pervert. And so she had like a, a <laughs> that sounds bad. She has like a scar on her arm and her leg from like a shark eating her. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. so cool. I'm looking at her now. Yeah, she's, oh, definitely, God. <laughs> she's definitely a looker. Um, Scofield's right on it. <laughs> Mexican. Oh, is it not private? You can just follow it. If it's, uh, I don't know if it's public or not. I, don't, yeah. I followed her. As she followed me. Whatever. Yeah, I think that's her. Sorry, Mexican. Uh, maybe. Yeah, it might be her. Yeah. Well, if she wants to come on the show and talk about being a shark attack survivor, oh, she's more. Dude, I'll fucking I'll yeah. shoot her. I'll shoot her a text once we get off air. You should. <laughs> She's yeah, kind maybe of we like should have a, left her uh, name out of it, but fuck it. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. She's kind of like a uh, like a Spanish uh, Jamie Lynn Sigler. Who the fuck? Yeah, I have no uh, idea. Who played Meadow Soprano on The Sopranos. Nope. Okay, the daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how did this come up? She just said she's like, oh hey, she, I'm a shark attack survivor. She, she took a picture. No man. Yes, yes. Yeah, she took a photo with us at, at the very first. Like event we did at the New Mexico State uh, UTEP game. That's that's the stadium that had like you know four places to buy beer and it was just, just it was disgusting. But we were just walking trying to like we we filmed our our segment and we were just walking around trying to get pictures with engagement to promote. And she's like she's in, she's in line for a beer, and uh, she's like hey can we get a photo? And I'm like sure. So we took like a couple photos like poses and then we like we just fucked right off. We're like hey. Uh, tag us on instagram drinking bros sports drinking bros whatever 
And like two or three days later, she actually tagged it. And I was like, who the hell? Like, I yeah, I reposted yeah. it and tagged us. And then we all started following each other. But just to end on that too, I, I wish people could have been, the, the cool thing about that New Mexico game, other than the fact that it wasn't a cool place and the game fucking sucked, but like, it is cool going to these big games, but the beautiful magic of that first game was, it's a small stadium uh, and it looks like, like a glorified high school stadium. But so everyone at some point in that stadium looked at Scott pretty much like you could see it. And so it was a really cool like thing where it's like, we're going out there and Scott's leading the way and all of the, the magic of the hair, the Cyclops visor, the crop top, the short shorts, the new balance dad sneakers. And then I come up behind him with the same shirt. So they didn't know what drinking bros was, but they thought we were just bros that drink together and we were doing this shtick at the game. But like, I had, <laughs> there was tons of like, I don't know, 20 pictures we took that day at least. And then the amount of people that like made a comment or laughed or smiled, it was, it was at half the fucking stadium pretty much. It was pretty wild. But yeah, she came up and was like, I want a picture. And that was the cool part. And then yeah, Scott did some digging and boom, shark survivor. Yeah. So I'll start that thing. Oh, like, nice uh, I think she posted about being in Hawaii. Like, take me back to Hawaii. Like, as <laughs> as they do, you know, oh, yeah. on vacation. Like, no, like, like three, three, three years later, they'll be like, take me back to yeah. uh, Florida. It's like, Tulu. okay, whatever. Yeah. After, after but she that, did that. Uh, and then she she posted like a, it's like a picture and like a little shark, like uh, animated thingy. Like, roar. <laughs> I was like, yo, is that real? She's like, fucking yeah. Dude, I got attacked by a shark. And I'm just, God, good god bless her and america because and america yeah we the, well, sounds like yeah. she has a that's been our theme god bless it. america so, yeah like reach out let's get her on the show dude she, she'll be down she's fucking cool as shit she's actually she's actually really fun like really funny like we still like kind of keep in contact every you know here and there just jabbing at each other but you, you said that, that'd be fucking hilarious <laughs> dude that's no bill yeah no you, you go no, straight butthole, i covered this on my last episode the pro move this is what i do Butthole. And it, no, 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 no. I go, I mean, I, I start kind Maluna. of like halfway up the balls, but I go like spread eagle, phones like right in front of the testicles, <laughs> full erection. But the, the I make it like a, a gif where you just kind of see my head poke up over the tip and then come back down. Oh, I like that. That's artistic, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I found, I found though, it, you get much more like, like production quality you got to get like the the stand with the selfie uh you know the light <laughs> ring with the remote because you're trying to do it by hand or like you got it balanced the first couple of times i had it balanced on books it didn't look really good. <laughs> so then i upped the production value you know and now like it's good it's good it's funny but you know sexual at the same time well, hey, the next time you come up with that, uh, send it to me just so I have the inspiration to to one up well, you. I have it saved. Maybe with my glasses peeking over, you know, that'd be kind of funny, yeah. you know, something like I that. I have it saved on my phone. Uh, several different like uh, Lightroom presets, uh, different music depending on the occasion. You know, I have uh, like some wedding music. If you know, you know, in a pinch, I need to send somebody a wedding gift. Um, I have it's Hall- Halloween coming up. I have it set to the uh, Halloween theme. You know, I yeah. slow it down just a little bit, right when it's like that. Boom! You see, right or Scott, you crop it with uh, a mullet on your dick and the glasses and a little mustache mm. on my dick itself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's okay. I gotta get some. I gotta get some editing skills. Marketing one on one. You know, you Last could also row, always selling. You could also hire like a, a professional photographer. 
you know. Giorgio has an OnlyFans. I could probably hit him up. He's yeah. good with the camera. Yeah. yeah. He'd, he'd probably do that for free. Hell, he might pay you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, it has been a blast. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, let everybody oh, know where you. they can find you guys. Marcus? Oh, uh, Marcus A.F. Godin on Instagram. How do you spell Godin? G-O-D-I-N. And, and what do they see when they look up Marcus Godin on Instagram? Well, that's a good good question. Recent elevator pitch, uh, a lot of sleeveless photos holding guns or mm. uh, on a boat with Scott uh, on a yacht. Maybe that's when we come back on round two. We yeah, tell the yacht ooh. story. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll we'll say well, that's the cliffhanger. That. We'll, leave, we'll leave the yacht story as a cliffhanger because that's a podcast in and of itself. Do you have his number? Oh, uh, Dion. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let's get Dion on. That guy was dope as shit. I met him in Nashville too. Him and Ray. Yeah, he's cool as fuck. Yeah, he's a cool, oh. dude. But yeah, shirtless pics and then uh yeah or me in like suits dressed to the nines. That's pretty much it. And then I post a lot of fucked up memes, very dark sexual memes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you're if you're just listening, uh, what what you just heard was chiseled jawline, chiseled biceps, trapezoids, delta thyroterixes, and everything muscular in a photo with guns and then dark humor. Yeah. You can find me at Lasso Lopez, uh, spelt how you would normally spell that i i can't spell that i didn't graduate uh, middle school but Lastro lopez instagram and I, I go to college football games and throw parties and tailgate and make my mom very disappointed <laughs> yeah he's not lying she's very worried about him but he also posts hilarious shit and he posts great memes and other shit in his story so you will not be disappointed following Lastro lopez yeah so go oh, thank you so much Go give everybody a follow. Um, if you don't already, uh, you know, find Nooner Nation podcast on Instagram. That's where most of our uh, our news comes from. Um, go to the YouTube page, like, subscribe, uh, hit us up on iTunes. Uh, you know, obviously follow us on iTunes, rate and review the show. That makes a huge difference in this game. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening. I'm Bill Schofield. I'm here with. Uh, we haven't come up with a nickname yet, but we'll go with Magic, nah. Magic Marcus, you know, because he looks like a male, there it is. He looks like a male Maybe stripper. So Magic <laughs> Marcus, <thought> about it. <laughs> Scott Lastro Lopez. This has been the Nooner Nation. Thank you for joining us. Good night.